Welcome to Breaking Ice and Building Bridges from Possibilities. I'm Kelly Johnson. And I'm Byron Jackson. Glad you're here. Connecting a community through conversation. Welcome to the Breaking Ice and Building Bridges podcast with Possibilities. I'm Kelly Johnson, Associate Director here at Possibilities. And I'm excited to welcome this morning three very passionate individuals to our round table. Um, welcome, you guys. Thanks for being with her, here with us this morning. No problem. Thank you, Kelly. Glad to be here. Let's um, start off by just introducing ourselves. Um, I'll start with Mark to my right, but uh, maybe share a little bit where, about yourself, where you grew up, something you're passionate about in the community, and maybe a gift you bring. So I'm, I'm Mark Ivey. I work for uh, New View, Oklahoma. We're the largest employer of the visually impaired and blind in the state of Oklahoma. I am blind, um, so I fall under that. And I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I went to Jinx High School, K through 12. And um, I, what I'm passionate about in the community, well, professionally and personally, a, an easy one is I'm passionate about helping blind and visually impaired folks uh, get get the help they need, the services they need to to be independent, to go work, to do whatever you want to do in life. Um, you know, I how to be a blind dad. I'm I'm a I have a three year old crazy lady daughter. You know how <laughs> how do you be a blind dad, a blind husband? So just little things like that. how do you how do you go to work every day? Just things like that 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 help blind and visually impaired folks get out and um, you know do what they want to do. Gifts I bring. So many gifts, Kelly. Where where do I start? Um, I would not say the gift of sight. I don't. Yeah. So that's seeing is a, not my gift in a past life. And yeah, maybe in a past life. Um, I feel like I I feel like I can um, a lot of the times because of my vision loss, I I can relate with a lot of people going through um, not even similar struggles, just whatever struggle it might be when two people are struggling, I feel like, uh, and not that I'm always struggling, but when you understand what struggle is, which more people do than don't, um, you can, you're on the same playing field and you can communicate and, you know, find out that, uh, doesn't matter your skin color, your, whatever's going on, you're a lot more, uh, similar than, than you might think and have a lot more in common than you think. Yeah. How's that for a gift? That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Put a bow on that That's one, Miss Kelly. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Elizabeth, welcome. Oh, thank Tell you. Us about you. My name is Elizabeth Chappelle. Um, I'm originally from Wisconsin. So I do love the snow. I just don't like the ice. It's supposed to be come, but hopefully we'll be inside. Um my pet I am a I carry lots of hats actually. I am a chef. I am a pastor. Um, I am a friend. I'm a mother and a grandmother. I'm a whole lot of per- persons, and I'm proud to be those things. Um, my passion is literally to love people to life. My, my passion is not to set judgment, but to love people where they are and help them to be better in whatever state or place that they are in. Um, coming up I've been through a whole lot of stuff so I've learned that don't take for granted what you're looking at or what you're seeing 
but just help them to develop to be the best that they can be, not what I want them to be, but for what they want to be. So that's just where, I, that's that's my passion. Corey. Have fun following that one, guys. Yeah. Nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you as well. Uh, my name is Corey Harris. I am originally from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, born and raised on the east side. Yeah. Uh, spent some time in Spencer, Oklahoma as well, where I graduated mm-hmm. from Star Spencer High yes. School. Uh, after high school, went to culinary school and uh, always had a passion for cooking. My mom was a really good cook. My grandfather on my dad's side was a Long time cook in the military, so I have it on both sides of my family. So it's really in my blood. So uh, as a kid, I really didn't have a lot of talents or anything like that. Like I wasn't really great at anything, basketball, football, anything like that. But uh, I, I, I took on cooking, you know, and I knew that it was something special about me because uh, anytime my friends would come over, you know, we would all we would all make noodles, you know what I'm saying? That was like the thing, ramen noodles, but everybody would always like want me to make theirs because they were like, yours is just always better. So I always knew that I had a, a gift or a, a special talent with cooking. So I pursued it. And uh, now I am the owner and chef and operator of Off the Hook Seafood and More in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, we started out as a food truck in 2013, opened our first restaurant in 2015. Uh, opened another one in 2017, and once COVID hit, we had to shut that one down because uh, it, it messed up our business really, really, really good. But uh, one thing as far as my my passion, of course, is cooking. You know, I just I love doing that more than anything. It's like my therapy in a major way. Uh, as far as my gift, I would say my gift is uh, I like to motivate others, motivate and encourage others. Uh, I post a lot of positive things on, on Facebook and stuff every morning. And, and really, I'd be preaching to myself, motivate myself, but I always get a great response from people who, you know, whether it be inbox, text message calls, like, hey, I really needed that. And, you know, I'm like, hey, I was, I'm preaching to myself. You know, that wasn't, that wasn't for you, but if it helped you, you know, I'm glad I could help. But uh, so I would say that's what my gift is. The awesome. ripple effect. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Thank awesome. you. That's really what this whole Building Bridges podcast is all about is our our goal is just to connect our community through conversation in any way that we can to create those positive ripple effects and uh you just spoke to that so well is that really whatever it is that you do can have that you never know whose life you're going to change from that and uh the power in that i just think is awesome Mm -hmm. um and that just dives into our, I guess, our theme for the day, if you wanted to call it a theme, but it's really more of a value, is that, you know, before we had programs and services trying to help people connect to others, mm-hmm. um, way back even 20 years ago, we had values. And there was a group of people sitting around a table that said, you know, really, if we're going to help me to engage with you, there has to be... A basis of trust like we have to be able to trust others and that's one of our uh, foundational values that possibilities is built on um, and so I just kind of wanted to throw that around today and get your perspectives on really what trust is to you um, and how it's how it's helped or hindered you on your journeys through life um, and on your pathway to helping others 
And so really with that, I just, let me, let me not start with anyone in particular, but to start the conversation of really what is trust? What is trust to you? I can, I'll kick it off with um, trust. It's a large umbrella for, for my, uh, trust is something, yeah, there's a definition, but I'm sure to everyone around this table, it's probably something different. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, when I started losing my vision, trust took on a whole new meaning of, for self-trust and, and trusting others. Mm-hmm. Um, often when I hear trust, I think a lot about self-trust. Because yeah, it starts with with yourself and being honest with yourself, and and I struggled with that big time as I as I started my journey, you know, losing losing my vision. Because if you don't have self trust, you don't have confidence. You know, you don't have a healthy day to day, you know, plan of of what how you're going to attack that day, how you're going to impact other people, and and then trusting others with, you know, when when I started losing my sight. I, I, I was almost forced to trust others, which isn't a fun thing just to be forced into because trust just isn't you snap your fingers and, and your it, trust just happens. It's a skill and it has to be practiced. And uh, just in the, in, the, in the world, just right upstairs, I told you I'd work for New View. They, they taught me how to be blind. So I had to teach or I had to uh, trust strangers at the time. Now they're my family, but I had to trust strangers to be my eyes. I had to trust mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. long, ugly stick I carry around to to trust what's six feet in front of me before I get to it. So um, the you know it's a deeper meaning and just for how it affects me you know personally. And then so like those two things I would say is where where my brain goes to first with trust. And then ever since I got married, um, you know, marriage or whatever, any relationship, but in my case, getting married brought on a whole new meaning of trust because, um, you know, there was, there's been times where, again, where I struggle with self-trust that affects my trust in my relationship. And uh, if you, it's one of those things, like, like love's not always enough. Marriage, just because you met the person you married, maybe not all enough, it's not enough, but trust is. And I think that's kind of where it starts with, with any relationship. And you fast forward to my daughter, you know, something as simple as me holding my arms out and telling her to jump into the pool. You know, that was a huge moment for this little, this little crazy lady to trust me, you know, because I've, I've been, I've had things in my past where, you know, sometimes people didn't always trust me because whatever I was working through, not to be redundant, but starting with that self-trust and getting to that foundation with myself, um, and it's still a work in progress, but it has allowed me to to expand that definition of trust into other aspects of life. Mm-hmm. I don't know what anything yeah. I just said means, mm-hmm. but it, so- it sounded like I might know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no follow-up questions, please. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, wow, trust. I just come to realize through my path of all of the sicknesses uh, that I've experienced, that I'm still sitting here from cancer to losing some parts to everything from being very much obese because of sicknesses and how people judge you on where you are and how you are. And I went through a lot of trust issues. And like you said, I had to learn 
plainly, I trust that you're going to be who you are. I trust that I'm going to be who I am. And every day, I'm going to make a mistake. Every day, I'm going to fall short. Not on purpose, not intentionally to hurt someone or whatever, but I have come to the place where trust this man. I'm going to just be best I can be for today. I can't even look to my yesterdays because my trust for people or things or stuff will go out that window. I have to trust myself for today that I'm not going to miss it, miss my mark. I'm not going to miss the place that I need to be for that time. Um, I trust. Trust to me is just being where I am for that moment, knowing that I'm going to be the best I can be for that person or place or thing for that moment, believing in myself, because I don't know what that person is going through. I don't know what that person is is about for that moment. I don't know the pains or the suffering or the whatever they're going through. I don't know. So I have to trust me most of all to be me for that person. And eventually that person could see my uh, truth in me and who I am. So in other words, trust is not judging. Trust is not being uh, surrounded by uh, I shoulda, woulda, coulda. That's a contagious That's, mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say trust for me is it's it's not a it's not a given. You know what I'm saying? And uh, as a as a kid, I've always had trust issues because the the main person in my life that I felt that it was was responsible for giving me a reason to trust was which was my mom she didn't she didn't protect me as a kid so you know it's like every every time that i made an attempt to trust somebody i was always let down i was always hurt so as an adult i i i started having the mindset that i don't trust anybody until they give me a reason to trust them like it's not a given yeah. you know what i'm saying and some people uh some people they look at it the, the opposite. They trust everybody until they give them a reason not to. And depending on perception is everything. So depending on how you look at that, I can't say what is right and what is wrong, but it's all about how you feel. But I do feel that trusting everybody until they give you a reason not to put yourself more in a vulnerable position to be let down or to be hurt because you you're just allowing anybody to come into your space and then when they do hurt you it hurts you more but if you have that 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 wall of like no nah, i don't trust you till you give me a reason to you kind of you protect yourself from being hurt but then you also you you kind of block you know the the possibility of somebody who really wants to you know what i'm saying give you a right. reason to trust and you you can so it's really like it's, it's it, this is this is a touchy subject for me because yeah. i that's something that i've been battling with for a long time and and you know, and it's it's probably really messed me up in some situations with relationships and you know things like that because of it. But you know, it's like I just I, I rather protect my peace than than to, to be hurt even more. You know, so than I've already been. So it's like it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Do you have a moment or remember a time when you, the first maybe not the first time, but a powerful time when you. Let some we let somebody in, or you decided, okay, now, yeah, uh, I'm gonna let this wall down. 
So I I just recently uh, separated from my wife after ten. We were married ten years, and when I when I came into the relationship, I had trust issues. I was young. I was right out of high school. We've been together since like two thousand four. I graduated two thousand three. So you know, I was young and I I was a, a hurt little boy. You know, searching to be a man and. In our relationship, like, I was always, and I tell her this, I said, I was always looking for a reason to trust you, you know. And she was like, well, you never trusted me. You never trusted me from the beginning. And I'm like, you're right. But I also I also uh, was looking for a reason, and I felt like you didn't give it, you didn't give it to me. You know what I'm saying? And, and it really was like, it's, I guess when you look at it like that, it's kind of like playing tennis. There's no... There's no winning. It's just you're just back and forth, back yeah. and forth, back and forth, That's and a good then way to look at it. yeah, and it's like you're just serving back to each other. And then there's never no, there's never no understanding of each other. So it's like, uh, and it really, it really messed with my mental, and I'm and I'm sure it messed with hers because she's like, well, if you don't trust me, then you know I might as well give you a reason not to. It's just, so it's just, it's just yeah. a, a messed up situation it, altogether, you know. So it worked both. Right. That's, that's got to be exhausting. Never... Absolutely. Mentally. Absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not like throwing, like, I'm not being funny, like, from, because I'm the opposite. I grew up in a great situation, both parents, to trust them to this day, and to, to be let down, you know, by, by your mom, and then have that, like you said, that playing tennis. It sounds like almost every relationship that you kind of deal with is that double you kind of said it was a double-edged sword with how it's the opposite of what most people say which is you know trust people mm-hmm. until they give them right. a reason not yeah. to right that makes me tired and, and, and <laughs> yeah. myself i um grew up with a lot of abuse a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of disappointments a lot of things but it was weird for me because I knew my mom was good. She was just who she was at that. At my little age, I just knew she worked three jobs. She tried to provide for all us. Our stepdads was crazy, but um, but she did her best, and that was my source to watch. You know, I watched my grandparents. I watched those, but I still was trusting. I don't know why, but I was still trusting, even though those disappointment was there to the point where, like you said, it caused a dis- a a a. a dis- Destructive thought pattern in your mindset. Mm-hmm. Well, you go. Well, as, every time I trust, this this happens to me. This, but I had to learn. Um, I I was telling you earlier about pregnancy. You know, labor labor pains. You know, it hurts. Like, well, I know men folk don't know, but <laughs> you can watch your your wives when and delivering that. Imagine the pain that she's enduring. That is so indescribable that we we can't even tell you there's nothing we can tell you that it feels like because we don't know but all of that pain of of the life just pushes us through and gets us to that place and keep pushing us and once that pain they hit that last nine centimeters and that baby comes out and we forget about that pain because right there in front of you is your joy that's your joy that caused you to say it was all worth that pain, and that's what I. That's you know I I go and through and tell my the people my because I, I counsel a lot of women who's who's been incarcerated and I help them to be acclimated back into society. And so when I get to them, 
No, you're just at your push point. There is some light on his side, but you, those are some things you got to shed off first, and and that's how life does. It ain't meant for us to stay there. It ain't meant for us to stay in a hurt place. It's not meant for us to stay in a uh, uh, distrusting place. Because again, it's about us. If we learn to trust ourselves, that I'm gonna have an issue. I'm gonna have an issue in trust. That I'm gonna have this issue. Now, how can I fix myself to be better? Yeah. Ain't about nobody else. Do y'all have? Because since you to kind of have similar, it sounds like, you know, experiences with with trust growing up. Do you all have uh, issues being honest? Like, I, or have? I, I was a people pleaser. I absolutely was a people pleaser. I was that person who did whatever necessary to, to make sure you were happy. In that face, in that facet, I was miserable. So now I've learned I can't do that. I have to be real with me, but I still cannot put myself on you. I have to. I had to learn that there was a division point. That it's okay for me to be happy and and you'd be okay. You gonna have some sad moments and you gonna have some angry moments, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. It's what we're gonna do in that situation to help it to even out the plane. Whoever that person may be, sometimes I can't do nothing to help you. That can drive you crazy. So I had to learn. Sometimes it just ain't my job. I, I think yeah. with I think yeah. with me, like I probably had a problem being too honest. You know, like <laughs> I was always the type that uh, people would say their feelings were hurt because you know I would tell them the truth. I didn't really <laughs> sugarcoat. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't taught to sugarcoat. You know, mm-hmm. I was taught to be be honest. So, but a lot of times I understand. Sometimes you have to dumb it down to not hurt people's feelings mm-hmm. and. You know, I would just be just brutally honest, you know, and just let them let people know how I feel, how that made me feel or how I felt about them. And a lot of times, you know, that would hurt people's feelings because people say they all people always say they want the truth or they want you to keep it 100 with them. But when you do so, they can't always handle the truth, you know, and it's like, why do you ask me how I feel if me telling you how I feel was going to hurt your feelings? You know, like, don't ask me to tell you. Like how do you yeah. like how do you yeah. really feel? Like this is how I feel. I'm just I don't have nothing to hide. I don't have nothing to sugarcoat. It's a grown so, folks game. Yeah, <laughs> so I feel like sometimes you can. I, I guess I was a little too honest, and that got me into some trouble. I guess. I that's I've noticed that it and you don't always have time to to get to know the person good enough to find out how they want the truth. But like mm-hmm. for me, like I'm your guy. I would love I love the brutal honest truth. I don't know if it's because, like, you know, again, and I'm not always bringing things back on my, my eyesight, but that's my number one bit struggle in life, and it's a big one. So, like, you know, cancer for you, you know, and, you know, what things that you've had going on, Corey. But, like, when you handle – when something goes on huge in your life that's either traumatic or however it affected you, for whatever reason, just brutal, honest truth is a breath of fresh air for me. So, like you, I would I would carry that mindset and – be like, well, that's how everyone needs it. But mm-hmm. then you realize, especially like coworkers, for example, uh, like it, once I get to know them, I'll be like, well, no wonder, like, they're not responding to, you know, me just being like black and white. Here it is. That's the answer. Right. Because not, you don't think like that. And then, like, you say sugarcoated, and like, yeah, you got to have a little, sometimes a little strategy to get to, in you, with you counseling. I'm sure 
every patient's different. Every person is different. Yeah. Some some have to be a little gentle. Some want it hard like that. Some want want it. Don't don't play with me with words. You know, because I, t- I that's what I do. You patience. Know? You're a patient you know, lady, aren't them. you? I feel. Oh yes, yeah, very patient. Yeah. Very patient. Learned. It was learned. Yeah. It was a learned process. But in that, but because I realized, mm, I can't just do this to somebody. I know me. And how I handle you can tell me anything, any way you want to. I'm, I'm going to hear it. But somebody else won't, you know. And that's the whole thing. I love his his, his way he does. You can't be too honest. You're just honest. Right. <laughs> you can't be that's, too honest. You're just true. honest. And some people can't handle it because of the hurt or the pain. So we just have to learn how not how honest, but how I'm going to put it out there to you. Right. I, not what you say. I could say, say right. I, I could say, girl, yeah. you big fat for me. You a big fat woman, and you just don't make no sense where you at. I like, girl, you, you big and beautiful. Let's see what we can do to help. That's a honesty to the to the T. But how am I going to receive it the most? That's true, and it comes it comes a lot. What I keep hearing is the self trust part. Self trust. It kind of comes back to when you start being able to have that moment of what it means to really have trust in yourself mm-hmm. it allows you to speak speak your truth speak honestly speak differently but it opens up that door mm-hmm. to being able to interact it becomes no judgment more authentically yeah it comes yeah. no judgment it's As comes, it comes me I'm, I'm i'm paying attention to you i'm paying attention to you i want to know your lifestyle i want to know where you came from why it helps me to be better I'm going to take something from what you say. I'm going to take and take it like, dude, this is what happened today. He said this. I never thought about it that way. Or he did this. I never saw it that way because we we, continue, we just become like blinders on the side, just focused on ourselves. And we begin to open up ourselves to others and say, okay, this is what it's going to be. You begin to learn a whole lot more. And life becomes more interesting. Uh, in his, in your field and in your field, all about people, different types of people coming in your spaces and 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 dealing with those people. You're like, dude, I didn't never know if I didn't see the stick, I would never know because you just you're good at it. But to know, didn't know that it was if it was a life thing <laughs> yeah. or if it was something that just happened. <laughs> you just it was a gradual thing. Him, yeah? like, dude, you never know. This man is put together. You know, like, no, I got it. No, I had issues too. Yeah. 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 The restaurant's a brutal, brutally honest industry, too. Yes, we are. Yeah. So it's funny that two, because you all, you two have two different kind of perspectives of of the way you go about trust. Yeah, but I see him. Yeah. Yeah. And he sees me. I I think he sees me, you know, like as mama, daddy, grandpa, somebody, (laughs) you know, one of them people, baby, it's okay. Yeah. But then my deal come out, and then like, what the world? <laughs> <laughs> so if you had any messages to pass on to others, what what would it what would it be in terms of growth and people finding their their own path? Put all your trust in the media, and you can't go wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Jo- I'm joking. I know it. One of my favorite sayings I'm is joking. Uh, that keeps me motivated and keeps me going. And I, I tell myself this every day, and I tell others that is just simply that. Just keep going. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I know that I'm a work in progress. You know, I, I 
the the moment that you feel like you got it all together is to me is like the moment that your life probably should just be done. If you feel like there's no growth and you got it all together and you feel like, okay, there's nothing else that I can accomplish. Like I'm, I'm finally there. Like then there's nothing else to live for at that point. Like I feel like there's no matter your age, no matter your maturity level, no matter, you know, any of that, there's always more to learn. There's always a net, a, another version of you, another level Absolutely. of you that you have to search to find, like you should never be, you know, a year later, the same person you were a year ago. Like, there's, there's. That's a big one. Absolutely. For sure. I like that. I'm going to remember that one I down. I love it. I think on that note, you guys, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for sharing the past 30 minutes with us and being vulnerable and having this conversation. I appreciate you all. Thanks for having thank us. You. Thank you. Thank you Thanks. for having us. It was great. It was fun. Yes. Breaking Ice, Building Bridges is the Possibilities Community Podcast Platform. Thanks for tuning in.